The laboratory, a pristine white room filled with the hum of advanced technology, is the epicenter of a groundbreaking experiment. Dr. Larisa Romanov, standing tall and imposing, her steel-gray hair pulled back tightly, oversees the operations with an air of focused intensity. Her face, marked by sharp features, displays concentration. Surrounding her are her four colleagues, each a specialist in their field. Dr. Rahul Kapoor, of medium build and dressed in a lab coat that seems too big for him, adjusts the settings on the quantum computer. His meticulous gaze doesn't miss a single detail, his dark eyes moving quickly behind his glasses. Dr. Luisa Hernandez, her hands constantly in motion, tweaks the intricate wiring of the machine. Agile fingers, accustomed to the delicate nature of quantum technology, work with a deftness that speaks of years of experience. Her focused expression is occasionally broken by a frown of concentration. Dr. Henry Adams, whose physical presence is as formidable as his intellect, checks the power readings. His burly frame leans over the console, deep-set eyes scanning the data screens. The light from the monitors casts shadows over his rugged features, adding a stern look to his already serious demeanor. Dr. Mei Lin, the youngest and most recent addition to the team, records data on her tablet. Petite and precise, she moves with an almost balletic grace, her small hands typing rapidly. Her face, usually calm and composed, betrays a hint of excitement at the potential of their work. In the center of this group, the quantum computer stands like a monument to human ingenuity. It's a massive array of gleaming components, wires intricately interwoven like a digital network, and lights flickering in a hypnotic rhythm. The machine hums steadily, a low, continuous sound that fills the room with the promise of scientific breakthroughs. As the final checks are made, Dr. Romanov steps forward. With a nod to her team, she initiates the experiment. A hushed silence falls over the group as they watch the quantum computer come to life, its lights brightening and the hum growing louder. They stand on the precipice of discovery, unaware that their actions are about to shatter the very foundation of reality. The boundaries between what is known and unknown, possible and impossible, are about to be irrevocably blurred. The experiment, intended to be a milestone in quantum computing, is about to take a turn into the unknown, marking the beginning of a journey that challenges the very laws of physics as they know them. In the sterile laboratory, as the quantum computer escalates towards its peak operation, a strange occurrence begins to unfold. The air around the machine starts to shimmer, like heat rising off hot pavement, distorting the view of the equipment. A low, resonant hum, different from the usual sound of the computer, fills the room, growing steadily in intensity. Dr. Romanov, standing closest to the machine, is the first to notice the change. Her sharp eyes narrow as she observes a faint, pulsating glow emanating from the core of the quantum computer. It's a glow that she's never seen before, a spectrum of colors that don't belong in the normal operation of the machine. Dr. Kapoor, still monitoring the controls, feels a sudden jolt of static electricity, causing the hair on his arms to stand. It's as if the very air in the room has become charged with a strange energy.
He glances up, his meticulous gaze catching sight of the digital readings on the monitors starting to fluctuate wildly, displaying data that makes no logical sense. Dr. Hernandez, working on the wiring, pauses as a wave of dizziness washes over her. The tools in her hands feel different, heavier somehow, and the metal surfaces of the equipment seem to undulate subtly, as if breathing. She blinks rapidly, trying to clear the disorientation, but when she looks again, the surreal movement persists. Dr. Adams, ever the stoic, senses a shift in the gravity of the room. It's a subtle but unmistakable feeling, like the moment before a roller coaster drops. The solid ground under his feet feels less certain, as if it could give way at any moment. He grips the edge of the console, steadying himself against the unnerving sensation. Dr. Lin, her eyes fixed on her tablet, is startled as the screen flickers and glitches. The data, which had been streaming smoothly, now jumps and stutters in an erratic dance of pixels and numbers. She lifts her head, her calm demeanor giving way to confusion as she observes the laboratory around her. The entire room now appears to be blurring and shifting. The walls, once rigid and defined, seem to waver, their edges softening and becoming fluid. The once steady hum of the quantum computer is now a chorus of unnatural sounds, a symphony of whirs, clicks, and tones that oppose the normal operations of any machinery. As the team watches in suspense, the shadows in the room begin to behave independently of their sources. They stretch and shrink in impossible ways, moving across surfaces with a life of their own. The shadows creep along the walls, floors, and equipment, disconnecting from their casters and swirling in the air. The scientists, rooted to the spot by a combination of fear and fascination, can only watch as the familiar environment of their laboratory transforms into something unrecognizable. In this moment, the team realizes that something extraordinary and terrifying has happened. The quantum computer, designed to explore the frontiers of computing, has instead opened a doorway to something far beyond their understanding. They stand at the threshold of a new and unknown reality, a reality where the rules of physics they have dedicated their lives to understanding no longer apply. In the altered environment of the laboratory, the team of scientists stands in a collective state of shock and disbelief. The immediate sense of disorientation slowly gives way to a dawning realization. They are no longer in the universe they know. Dr. Romanoff, her usual composed demeanor now edged with uncertainty, is the first to vocalize this unsettling truth. The laws of physics, they're different here, she states, her voice steady, but her eyes betraying her inner turmoil. The air around them feels thicker, charged with an energy that is both alien and invasive. Dr. Kapoor, still at the control panel, attempts to gather data from the quantum computer. However, the readings are erratic and nonsensical. Gravity isn't behaving as it should, he reports, his meticulous nature struggling to make sense of the numbers flashing on the screen. Indeed, they all feel it, a fluctuating force that alternates between heaviness and weightlessness causing their bodies to adjust constantly to maintain balance. Dr. Hernandez, her hands no longer busy with tools, examines the surrounding materials. 
Metals that should be solid now have a gelatinous quality, oozing and reshaping themselves spontaneously. She reaches out tentatively to touch a piece of equipment, only to withdraw her hand quickly as the metal surface ripples in response to her touch. Matter isn't stable here. It's reactive, almost conscious, she observes, her voice laced with fear and fascination. Dr. Adams, whose pragmatic nature usually keeps him grounded, looks up at the lighting of the room. The light sources, which should cast defined shadows, now bend and twist, creating impossible patterns on the walls. The shadows themselves seem detached from their sources, moving independently as if exploring the space. Light doesn't follow the same rules here. It's as if it has its own will, he comments, squinting as he tries to understand the phenomena before him. Dr. Lin, her analytical mind racing, starts to piece together their situation. We initiated the experiment to explore quantum states, but this, she gestures around them, this is beyond any quantum anomaly. We've shifted our existence. We're in a parallel universe. As the team processes this information, they start to understand the gravity of their situation. Their experiment with the quantum computer, designed to push the boundaries of their understanding, has instead catapulted them into an alternate reality. In this universe, the fundamental laws that govern existence, gravity, light, matter, are altered in ways that question their scientific training and understanding. The realization brings with it a sense of urgency. They must adapt quickly to these new rules, understand this universe's physics, and find a way to survive in a world where everything they know is turned upside down. More importantly, they need to figure out whether a return to their own universe is even possible, and what the consequences of their unintended journey might be. In this unfamiliar and unsettling parallel universe, the immediate priority for the team shifts from scientific exploration to survival. The environment they find themselves in is governed by physics that are not only unfamiliar, but also constantly changing requiring them to quickly adapt and find ways to navigate this new reality. Dr. Rahul Kapoor, with his keen analytical mind, turns his attention to the problem of mobility. The fluctuating gravity, a perplexing and disorienting phenomenon, poses a significant challenge. One moment they feel anchored to the ground with a force greater than that of their own universe, the next they are nearly weightless struggling to maintain contact with the floor. Dr. Kapoor begins experimenting with the magnetic components from their equipment. He rigs a series of makeshift magnetic boots using spare parts from the lab's storage. These boots, when activated, create a magnetic field that interacts with the metal floor of the laboratory, providing a way to anchor themselves during moments of low gravity. It's a crude solution, but it grants them a degree of control over their movements in the unpredictable gravitational shifts. Dr. Luisa Hernandez, meanwhile, focuses on the tools and resources they need for survival. The materials in this universe behave in ways that contradict her understanding of physics and chemistry. Metals flex and warp, plastics are unexpectedly rigid, and glass-like substances seem to fluctuate between solid and liquid states. Drawing upon her extensive experience, she begins to improvise. 
Using the malleable metals, she fashions tools that can be reshaped as needed, adapting to the changing properties of the materials they are working with. She also creates containers from the more stable substances, necessary for storing any samples or resources they might gather in this unpredictable environment. In addition to these practical concerns, the team also has to deal with the psychological stress of their situation. They are scientists, trained to rely on the consistency and predictability of the natural laws. Now they find themselves in a world where those laws are capricious and nothing can be taken for granted. This requires a mental adjustment as much as a physical one. They need to be constantly vigilant, ready to react to the environment's whims. Their survival also depends on understanding the new rules governing this universe. Observation and experimentation, the very skills that make them scientists, become their tools for survival. They start to record and analyze the patterns of the fluctuating gravity, the behavior of light, and the properties of the materials around them, hoping to find some predictability or rules they can use to their advantage. As the team ventures further from their lab, exploring the altered landscape of the parallel universe, their encounter with the unknown takes a dramatic turn. In an area where the physics seem even more erratic, Dr. Romanoff halts the group with a raised hand, her eyes fixed on something ahead. There, in the midst of a clearing that pulsates with an unsettling, translucent light, stands an entity unlike anything they have ever seen. It is composed entirely of shifting geometric shapes, a kaleidoscope of forms that continuously reconfigure themselves. The shapes, triangles, hexagons and others without a name in human geometry, glow with a ghostly light that seems to come from within. The entity's movements are fluid and graceful, an intricate dance of form and light. Dr. Adams reaches instinctively for a tool, but Dr. Lin stops him with a shake of her head. They all sense that this being is not a threat, despite its bewildering appearance. The entity's presence exudes a sense of calm intelligence, an alien demeanor that is intimidating. Suddenly, they feel a sensation unlike any other, a vibration that resonates in the space around them, pulsating in a rhythm that they can feel in their bones. The vibration is more than just a physical sensation. It carries with it waves of understanding, thoughts and concepts that form directly in their minds without the need for spoken language. The entity is communicating with them. In their minds they receive a clear message, though no words are spoken. The entity warns them of the dangers inherent in this universe. It speaks of areas where reality is unstable, regions where the laws of physics are so chaotic that they can tear apart the structure of one's being. It warns them of other entities, not all as benign as itself, that inhabit this strange world. Some are curious, others indifferent, but a few are malevolent. Entities that thrive in the unpredictable flux of this universe. The team stands in silent amazement, absorbing the flood of information. Dr. Kapoor, ever the skeptic, wonders if this could be some form of telepathic illusion, but the clarity and consistency of the message are too convincing to dismiss. Dr. Hernandez, who has always had an affinity for the unknown, steps forward, reaching out to the entity. The geometric shapes rearrange themselves, 
almost as if responding to her gesture. But they remain just out of reach, an intangible presence of light and form. With a final pulse of vibrant light, the entity imparts a sense of urgency, a warning to be cautious as they navigate this universe. Then as quickly as it appeared, it dissolves into the air, its shape scattering like a cloud of luminescent particles, leaving the team alone once again in the strange landscape. This encounter leaves them with more questions than answers. Who or what was the entity? Was it a guardian of this universe, a native being adapted to its chaotic nature? And most importantly, what did its warnings mean for their chances of survival and finding a way back home? The team's exploration of the parallel universe takes a tragic turn during a routine reconnaissance mission. They adventured further from their makeshift base, mapping the terrain and documenting the fluctuating laws of physics. Dr. Henry Adams, with his characteristic pragmatism, leads the group through a particularly desolate landscape, its ground covered in a shining silver dust that reacts to their footsteps with small glowing eruptions. As they navigate this unknown territory, Dr. Adams, always vigilant, spots an anomaly ahead. It appears as a distortion in the air, a wavering like that of heat above a fire, but with a more rhythmic, pulsating pattern. He signals the team to halt, his deep-set eyes narrowing as he assesses the situation. Curiosity, an intrinsic part of his nature as a scientist, drives him to investigate closer, despite the inherent risks. He approaches the anomaly cautiously, a handheld scanner in his hand, recording data. The rest of the team watches tensely, aware of the potential danger but trusting in Dr. Adams's judgment. Without warning, the anomaly reacts to his proximity. It expands rapidly, engulfing Dr. Adams in a swirl of distorted space. The team watches in horror as his figure is twisted and stretched in impossible ways, his body contorting as if made of rubber. He appears to be pulled in multiple directions simultaneously, his form blurring and fragmenting in the fluctuating spatial field. Dr. Romanov shouts for him to retreat, but it's too late. The anomaly's grip on Dr. Adams is unyielding. His distorted form becomes more and more ethereal until, with a suddenness that leaves the team breathless, he vanishes completely. The anomaly snaps shut, disappearing as if it had never been there, leaving behind only the empty, radiant landscape. The team is left in stunned silence, grappling with the sudden loss of their colleague and friend. Dr. Kapoor, normally composed, looks around in disbelief, his meticulous nature unable to accept the irrationality of what they just witnessed. Dr. Hernandez, her hands trembling slightly, murmurs a quiet prayer, her eyes glistening with unshed tears. Dr. Lin, the youngest among them, stares at the spot where Dr. Adams disappeared, fear and sorrow in her eyes. She had always looked up to him for his steadiness and practical approach to their work. Dr. Romanoff, though deeply affected by the loss, understands the need to maintain focus. She gathers the team, her voice steady, but her grey eyes reflecting the pain of their loss. We have to continue, she says, for Henry and for the chance to return home. We must understand this place, its dangers, and find a way back. The team, shaken to its core, collects themselves. 
They take a moment to mourn, to acknowledge the harsh reality of their situation and the fact that their mission has just become even more perilous. The loss of Dr. Adams serves as a harsh reminder of the unforgiving nature of this universe and the urgency of their quest to find a way back to their own reality. Several days after the harrowing loss of Dr. Adams, the team stumbles upon a discovery that revitalizes their hope and curiosity. While traversing a barren expanse marked by towering rock formations that challenge the usual laws of geology, they encounter an unexpected structure, an outpost, seemingly abandoned, nestled in the shadow of a massive, overhanging cliff. The structure is unlike anything they have seen on Earth. Its architecture is a fusion of smooth flowing lines and sharp, angular geometries. The material resembles a metallic alloy, but emits a faint luminescence, giving the impression that the building is alive with a soft, pulsating light. Dr. Romanov, cautious yet intrigued, signals the team to approach. The entrance to the outpost is a large, arching doorway devoid of any visible handles or controls. Dr. Kapoor, examining the frame, finds a series of intricate symbols etched into the metal. They are unfamiliar, yet oddly compelling. It is Dr. Mei Lin who makes the breakthrough. With her keen understanding of mathematics and patterns, she deciphers the symbols as a form of language, possibly a control mechanism. She carefully touches the symbols in a specific sequence. The door responds, sliding open silently, revealing the interior of the outpost. Inside the outpost is a treasure trove of technology that is clearly far beyond anything on Earth. The walls are lined with consoles and screens displaying data in the same cryptic language. Machines of unknown purpose stand in neat rows, their designs both elegant and alien. Dr. Lin, driven by a desire to honor Dr. Adams's memory, takes the lead in examining the technology. She approaches a console, its surface alive with glowing symbols. Touching the panel, she finds that she can intuitively interact with it, as if the technology is designed to be universally accessible. Through trial and error, she begins to unlock the secrets of the alien tech. She discovers that the outpost is a research facility, possibly abandoned for reasons unknown. The technology here is focused on the manipulation of the very essence of the universe, gravity, space-time, matter. It's as if the creators of this outpost were masters of the universal forces, able to bend them to their will. One device in particular captures her attention. It's a spherical object, suspended in mid-air, rotating slowly. As she interacts with the console, the sphere responds, its rotation speed changing with her inputs. She realizes that this device is a sort of interface, a control mechanism for the universe's properties. Excitement courses through the team as they grasp the potential of what they found. This technology could be the key to understanding this universe, and perhaps finding a way back to their own. However, the technology is complex and puzzling. Dr. Lin's ability to interact with it is just the beginning. They need time to study and understand how to use it effectively. The team decides to make the outpost their new base, dedicating themselves to the task of unlocking the secrets of the alien technology. As they settle into the outpost, 
They can't help but feel a sense of admiration at the civilization that created such wonders. Questions abound. Who were they? What happened to them? And could this outpost hold the answers to their own predicament in this strange, parallel universe? Several weeks have passed since the team established their base in the alien outpost. Immersed in the study of the advanced technology, they have made significant progress in understanding the mechanisms of this universe. However, their sense of security is abruptly shattered one evening. As Dr. Romanov and Dr. Lin work on deciphering the functions of a complex holographic display, a sudden chill permeates the air. The outpost's ambient lighting dims inexplicably. A sense of foreboding descends upon the team. Without warning, the shadows begin to coalesce into forms, creatures that are like nothing they have encountered before. These beings are composed entirely of darkness, save for their piercing red eyes that glow ominously in the dim light. They move with abnormal fluidity, as if the laws of physics do not apply to them. The team is caught off guard, but they quickly rally. Dr. Kapoor, closest to the outpost's armory, grabs a device they had been experimenting with. A weapon of sorts, designed to manipulate gravitational fields. He aims it at the approaching creatures and fires. A beam of radiant light shoots out, distorting the space around the creatures and slowing their advance. Dr. Hernandez, armed with a sonic emitter they had repurposed from the outpost's tools, unleashes a wave of high-frequency sound. The creatures recoil, their forms flickering as if the sound is disrupting their very essence. Despite their efforts, the creatures are relentless. One of them lunges at Dr. Kapoor, its shadowy tendrils reaching out like fingers. He dodges, but not quickly enough. A tendril grazes his arm, leaving behind a deep gash. The team is shocked to see that instead of red, his blood is a metallic silver color a startling revelation about the changes their bodies might be undergoing in this universe. Dr. Lin, seeing Dr. Kapoor's injury, redoubles her efforts. She adjusts the settings on a nearby console, activating the outpost's internal defense mechanisms. Panels in the walls slide open, revealing hidden turrets that emit bursts of light energy. The creatures are hit, their forms dissipating upon contact with the light. The battle is intense but brief. The combined force of the team's improvised weapons and the outpost's defenses drives the creatures back. The last of them vanishes into the shadows from which they came, leaving the team panting and shaken in the aftermath. Dr. Romanov immediately tends to Dr. Kapoor, her steady hands working to bandage his wound. The revelation of his silver blood raises many questions, but there's no time to ponder them now. The attack has made one thing clear. They are not alone in this universe, and not all its inhabitants are friendly. The team regroups, their resolve hardened by the encounter. They realize that their presence in the outpost might have triggered a defense mechanism or attracted the attention of these shadow creatures. They must be more cautious, ready to defend themselves against the unknown dangers of this world. In the aftermath of the attack by the shadow creatures, the team, still shaken but unbroken, gathers in the central chamber of the outpost. Dr. Romanov, her expression more serious than ever, 
calls for a meeting to discuss a growing concern that has been nagging at the back of her mind. As they convene around a large, holographic table displaying a map of the surrounding area, Dr. Romanov shares her troubling hypothesis. Our presence here, our interactions with this universe's technology, might not be without consequences, she begins, her voice steady but tinged with concern. I believe our actions could be affecting our own universe. The team listens intently as she explains her theory. The quantum entanglement that brought them here might have created a link between the two universes, a bridge through which effects in one could ripple into the other. Every manipulation of the alien technology, every alteration of this universe's structure, could be echoed in their home universe, altering reality in unpredictable ways. Dr. Kapoor, looking thoughtful, recalls the odd behavior of the quantum computer just before their transition to this universe. The readings were off the charts, unlike anything we'd seen. It's possible we didn't just open a door to this place. We might have created a two-way street. Dr. Lin, ever the analytical mind, suggests accessing the outpost's extensive data archives for any evidence to support Dr. Romanov's theory. Working together, they examine the alien databases, translating and interpreting the cryptic information. Hours of intense research lead them to a startling discovery. Buried within the data, they find references to experiments conducted by the outpost's creators, experiments involving parallel universe exploration. More alarmingly, they uncover logs that suggest unintended consequences in their own universe. Fluctuations in physical constants, mysterious phenomena, even mentions of temporal and spatial anomalies. The revelation hits the team like a physical blow. Their mission, which began as a groundbreaking scientific endeavor, has inadvertently endangered their own world. They now bear the weight of a responsibility far greater than their initial goal of exploration and discovery. Dr. Hernandez, looking over the alien logs, finds a series of images depicting the outpost's universe and their own. The images show a gradual blending of the two realities, like colors bleeding into each other. In one, a familiar cityscape from Earth is overlaid with the strange, floating rock formations of the parallel universe. In another, the outpost itself appears translucent, as if existing in both places at once. The implications are profound and terrifying. The team grapples with the enormity of their situation. Not only do they need to find a way back to their own universe, but they also need to find a way to stop the merging of the two realities, to prevent their world from being irreparably altered. Dr. Romanov, taking charge, steals herself and her colleagues for the task ahead. We must understand the full extent of this connection between the universes, and we must find a way to close it, to separate our world from this one before the damage becomes irreversible. The gravity of their situation having fully settled in, the team dedicates itself to formulating a plan that could not only return them to their own universe, but also seal the breach they had inadvertently created. Dr. Romanov leads the strategic discussion, emphasizing the need for a solution that addresses both aspects of their dilemma. After hours of intense debate and careful analysis of the alien data, 
they arrive at a risky but potentially effective strategy. The plan hinges on the use of the outpost's technology in conjunction with their own quantum computer, which they theorize is still operational and linked to them across universes. Dr. Lin takes the lead in explaining the technical details. Our best chance lies in reversing the quantum entanglement process, she says. We need to create a controlled implosion within the quantum field, a sort of reset that would sever the connection between the universes and pull us back to our original reality. The core of their plan involves a two-pronged approach. Firstly, they would need to reconfigure the outpost's central control sphere, the device they had discovered earlier that seemed capable of manipulating the structure of the universe. By adjusting its settings, they aim to generate a localized field that could reverse the entanglement at their end. Secondly, and more dangerously, they would need to synchronize this reversal with a similar disruption initiated in their home universe, specifically targeting the quantum computer in their lab. Dr. Kapoor, utilizing his deep understanding of the quantum computer's design, outlines a method to remotely instruct their colleagues back home to initiate a precise sequence at the exact moment they activate the control sphere. This synchronization will be critical, Dr. Kapoor emphasizes. Any misalignment in timing could result in unpredictable outcomes, including permanent entrapment here, or worse. The plan also involves a significant personal risk to the team. The process of reversing the entanglement could be volatile and there was no guarantee of their safety. The energy release alone from severing such a profound cosmic connection could be catastrophic. Despite the risks, the team agrees that this is their best chance. Preparations begin immediately. Dr. Hernandez works on modifying the control sphere to enable the precise manipulation needed. Dr. Lin and Dr. Kapoor collaborate on establishing a communication link with their lab in their home universe, using the outpost's advanced communication systems. Dr. Romanov oversees every aspect of the plan, ensuring that each component is meticulously checked and rechecked. The tension is evident as they work, each aware of the stakes should they fail. The team is in the final stages of their meticulous preparations for the plan when an unforeseen and shocking twist upends their unity. Dr. Luisa Hernandez who had been increasingly engrossed in the study of the alien technology and the bizarre physics of this universe, makes a startling revelation. Gathering her colleagues, she speaks with an intensity that they had not seen in her before. I've made a decision. She begins, her voice steady but her eyes betraying a storm of emotions. I want to stay in this universe. The possibilities here, the things we could learn, are beyond anything we could have imagined. The team is stunned into silence. Dr. Romanov, who had always relied on Dr. Hernandez's ingenuity and expertise, is the first to respond. Luisa, you can't be serious. Our world, our reality, is at risk. We need to return and close the breach. Dr. Hernandez, however, is resolute. I understand the risks, but think about what we could discover here. This place, this universe, it's a scientific marvel. We are the first humans to experience this, and I can't just walk away from it. The debate that follows is heated and emotional. Dr. Kapoor and Dr. Lin try to reason with her, highlighting the dangers and the moral responsibility they have towards their own universe. 
but Dr. Hernandez is unyielding, her fascination with the parallel universe having overshadowed her commitment to their original mission. The situation escalates when Dr. Hernandez takes drastic action. In the dead of night, she accesses the control sphere, reprogramming the device to sabotage their plan. She alters the configurations in a way that only she could understand, ensuring that their attempt to reverse the quantum entanglement would fail. When the team discovers the sabotage the next morning, the sense of betrayal is profound. The carefully laid plan, their hope of returning home and averting a cosmic catastrophe, is now in jeopardy. Dr. Romanov confronts Dr. Hernandez, the sense of trust and camaraderie that had once united them shattered. Why, Louisa? Why sabotage our only chance? Dr. Romanov asks, anger and hurt in her voice. Dr. Hernandez, with a look of resolve and regret, replies, I can't leave this place, not when there's so much more to learn. I'm sorry, but I've made my choice. The fallout from Dr. Hernandez's actions is immediate. The team, now divided, must find a way to rectify the sabotage and proceed with their plan without her assistance. Dr. Kapoor and Dr. Lin work tirelessly to reverse the changes she made to the control sphere. But without her intimate knowledge of the modifications, it's a race against time and a test of their technical skills. The atmosphere in the outpost becomes tense and uncertain. The sense of unity and shared purpose that had driven them is now overshadowed by a feeling of betrayal and desperation. They must not only deal with the technical challenges posed by the sabotage, but also contend with the emotional impact of having one of their own turn against them. The tension within the alien outpost reaches its zenith as the team's efforts to repair the sabotage and proceed with their plan are met with resistance from Dr. Hernandez. Her unwavering commitment to stay in the parallel universe and continue her exploration of its mysteries has put her at direct odds with the rest of the team, leading to an inevitable and tragic confrontation. Dr. Romanov, along with Dr. Kapoor and Dr. Lin, works feverishly to reconfigure the control sphere, attempting to reverse the complex alterations made by Dr. Hernandez. The atmosphere is charged with a sense of urgency and desperation. Time is running out, and the stability of both universes hangs precariously in the balance. Meanwhile, Dr. Hernandez, consumed by her obsession with the new universe, takes drastic measures to prevent the team from executing their plan. She accesses the outpost's defense systems, turning the advanced technology against her former colleagues. The outpost, once a haven of scientific discovery, becomes a battleground. The first sign of attack comes when the lights in the outpost flicker and dim, plunging the team into semi-darkness. Moments later, they are ambushed by automated defense drones, activated by Dr. Hernandez. The drones, equipped with energy weapons, emerge from hidden compartments in the walls and start firing at the team. Dr. Kapoor, quick to react, uses a modified gravitational device to create a protective barrier, deflecting the energy blasts. Dr. Lin, meanwhile, attempts to hack into the outpost system to override Dr. Hernandez's control. In the midst of the chaos, Dr. Lin finds herself in a direct confrontation with Dr. Hernandez. Words are exchanged, a blend of pleading and accusations, but Dr. Hernandez 
her mind clouded by her obsession, is beyond reason. The confrontation escalates into a physical struggle. During the struggle, Dr. Lin is critically injured. A stray energy blast from one of the drones, redirected during the scuffle, hits her. She collapses to the ground, wounded and barely conscious. Dr. Kapoor rushes to her side, providing first aid, while Dr. Romanov engages Dr. Hernandez, determined to end the conflict. The final showdown between Dr. Romanov and Dr. Hernandez is intense and emotional. Years of camaraderie and trust crumble in the face of betrayal and conflicting ideals. Ultimately, Dr. Romanov manages to overpower Dr. Hernandez, using her knowledge of the outpost systems to disable the drones and regain control. The battle ends with Dr. Hernandez's defeat, but the cost is heavy. The team is physically and emotionally exhausted, their unity fractured. Dr. Lin's critical injury adds a somber tone to their victory. They manage to stabilize her condition, but it is clear that she needs proper medical attention, which is only possible in their home universe. With Dr. Hernandez now subdued and the immediate threat neutralized, the team focuses on completing the repairs to the control sphere. The sense of urgency is greater than ever. They need to execute their plan to return to their own universe and seal the breach, not only for the sake of the worlds they are trying to save, but also to get Dr. Lin the help she urgently needs. With the control sphere finally repaired and Dr. Hernandez's sabotage rectified, the team, weary and carrying the weight of their recent ordeal, prepares for the final act of their mission. Dr. Romanov, with a resolute but heavy heart, initiates the sequence they have worked tirelessly to perfect. The air in the outpost vibrates with energy as the control sphere hums to life, its light pulsating in a rapid rhythmic pattern. Dr. Kapoor, monitoring the synchronization with their quantum computer back in their home universe, gives a final nod of confirmation. The moment of truth arrives. The team, including a severely injured Dr. Lin, braces themselves as the control sphere emits a blinding light, enveloping them in a cocoon of energy. The sensation is disorienting, a feeling of being stretched and compressed simultaneously. Time and space lose their meaning as they are pulled through the quantum entanglement, the bridge between the two universes. The journey is tumultuous, a chaotic tunnel of swirling lights and distorted realities. Then, as suddenly as it began, the journey ends. The team finds themselves ejected from the quantum tunnel, landing hard on solid ground. They quickly realize that they are no longer in the outpost. They are back in their universe, but not where they expected. Instead of the familiar confines of their laboratory, they find themselves in an open area, surrounded by buildings and people. But the world around them is drastically altered. The sky above swirls with unnatural colors, a kaleidoscope of hues that should not exist in nature. The air has a strange sparkling quality, as if reality itself is fluctuating. The people around them move in stuttered, glitch-like motions, their actions out of sync with normal time. Faces blur and then snap back into focus, a visual echo of their presence in two realities at once. The team watches in horror as the world around them flickers, alternating between their familiar cityscape and alien landscapes reminiscent of the parallel universe. The realization hits them with the force of a physical blow, 
Their return has not simply brought them back to their own universe. It has merged elements of both universes. The breach they sought to close has instead become a permanent fusion of two distinct realities. Dr. Romanov, her usual composure shattered, looks around at the altered world they have returned to. What have we done? She whispers, the gravity of their actions sinking in. The team stands together in a silent, shared shock, witnessing the consequences of their journey. The world they knew is gone. Replaced by this hybrid reality, where the rules of physics, time and space are a blend of their universe and the one they escaped. Buildings warp and twist into alien architectures before snapping back to human designs. The air is filled with the sounds of both worlds, a haunting symphony of the familiar and the foreign. As they navigate through this surreal landscape, the team grapples with the implications of their actions. They had sought to save their universe, to correct a cosmic mistake. But in doing so, they have irrevocably changed it. The boundaries between the two universes have been blurred, creating a new reality where the impossible is now possible. In this final twist, the team is left to ponder their role in this new world. They are no longer just scientists and explorers. They have become inadvertent architects of a reality that challenges understanding. The journey that began with a groundbreaking experiment has ended with the creation of a universe unlike any other. A universe where the wonders and dangers of two distinct worlds coexist. As they come to terms with their new reality, the team faces an uncertain future. They must navigate this changed world, understand its new rules, and find their place in it. Their journey has ended, but the story of their impact on the universe and its impact on them is just beginning.